Hey mama, welcome to the Holy Healthy Happy Mama podcast. Has life been just like a little bit crazy since you became a mom? I feel you there. You know, somewhere between changing diapers and singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star for the fifth time, it can be a major challenge to remember what life was like before having kids, right? Hey, I'm your host, Cheyenne Clayman, a mom of two, a stepmom of one, and one baby in heaven. I'm also an American mama raising a family in Europe with my amazing Belgian husband. I know firsthand that motherhood is full of tons of blissful moments, but also plenty of struggles and obstacles. It can be so easy for us to feel overwhelmed, alone, and Starbucks coffee too short most days. Well, that ends now. This is why we need to bond together. On my podcast, I want to help you feel that sense of me too. Give yourself a daily virtual hug and feel empowered to be the mom you want to be. So buckle up, hit that subscribe button so we can hang out more and you don't miss a single episode. Get ready to dive in, grab your favorite iced coffee, green smoothie, or whatever lifts you up and get ready to gain some holy, healthy, and happy mom wisdom from today's guest. It's time to get mom-spired. for joining me today on another episode of Holy Healthy Happy Mama. And today I have a very special treat for you guys. We are going to be talking all about boobs. Yes, I promise. This is not the man uh, special, but this is something that is very special to us as women, right? We, um, like so many other mammals, we get to have that opportunity to breastfeed our babies. And today I wanted to bring on an expert that knows a thing or two or 10 times as much possibly as we each know. And uh, she's going to share her experience and her knowledge with us today. So all the way from the United States, because um, I am here in cold Belgium, uh, we've got Sarah O'Rourke today, and she is from Milk and Honey Breastfeeding. And I just want to say, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on today. Hi, well, thank you for having me. And honestly, it's pretty cold here in South Carolina. Um, we're starting to feel a little bit of winter here, probably not as cold as there, but it's cold and a little bit rainy today. So I'm glad to be in my house, cozied up and chatting with you today, Cheyenne. Absolutely, it's a total win-win from here too. And uh, what's great is not only do you have this expertise with breastfeeding um, from your work, but also from your own personal experience because you are a mom of two beautiful children. Would you mind just sharing with us, the moms that are listening a little bit about your family? So I have, as Cheyenne said, I have two kiddos, a little past the breastfeeding phase. At this point, my youngest is nine and my son is just a couple months shy of 12. Um, so I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot. And then some um, since I was a breastfeeding mom and because of my journey when I was breastfeeding them um, and what I've learned along the way, um, that's why I do what I do. And I'm happy to share that with y'all. Um, like Shine said, I have two kiddos. Um, I said earlier, I live in South Carolina. Um, I've been, at, and I've been working with breastfeeding moms here for a while. Um, in my private practice, Milk and Honey. 
I love it. And that's what's so wonderful is that you have that own personal experience and then professional experience that you're bringing with us today. Um, and so much more experience than maybe some of our moms listening. I know that some of our moms today are going to be first time mamas that are maybe pregnant and they're maybe getting close to clicking off this episode because they're like, oh, I'm not there yet. You know, I don't need to worry about breastfeeding. Um, until I get there. But that was something I was really pleasantly or unpleasantly a little shocked about was how unprepared I was for breastfeeding um, for when I first gave birth to our first son. And so I want to know what you think, because I think so many women, they prepare for things like the baby's nursery, right? Like I got to have this special theme or even the delivery, like packing the hospital bag weeks before they go. But so often they don't focus on breastfeeding or thinking about that journey or the how it's going to be done. Um, why do you think that is? That's a really good question. And I completely agree with you. We um, plan for so much um, in our society. And, our, um, and I just, I think it's a couple different things. I think for one, we just don't know because we've never done it before. You know, the expression, you don't know what you don't know. Um, we've never done it before. We just assume because it's natural and biological um, and our bodies were meant to do it, that it's just gonna be easy and natural. And that's not always the case. Um, so I think that's one piece. And then I also feel like as a culture, especially here in the United States, um, we don't prioritize moms, right? Like everybody wants to do all the things for you and show up and touch your belly and gush over the baby. But once you deliver, they're really so focused on baby and not on mom, um, you know? And I think as just a culture, we don't prioritize ourselves um, like we should. And so breastfeeding feels very much uh, a selfish thing. And, you know, it's our body is doing the work, right? So we, I think we just don't prioritize that prenatally. Like we do the baby's nursery and getting all the diapers, you know, yep. together and folding all the clothes and all the things, you know? Um, so I think it's almost perceived as selfish to focus on ourselves. And that's why we don't. Wow, I, I feel like so many light bulbs just went off for myself and maybe you fellow moms that are listening and um, it is, it's a cultural thing too, like you said, like sometimes we can't help but the societies that we are either, we've grown up in, that we're immersed in and sometimes it really does work against us. So I love that the work that you do and the conversation that we're having today is shining more of a light on um, the importance of breastfeeding and especially preparing for it. Uh, as you were talking, I was like, you know what we need to make a thing? We need to make like a hashtag mommy shower instead of a baby. Yes. Right? Like we need like to get Yeah, like what do the moms need? Because we are so much a big part of this equation here without without us, there is no them, without there's no baby, and especially afterwards when they rely on us so much for survival. Um mm -hmm. So my question for you is, with knowing all the things that are against us, now that we are you know, aiming to be more proactive women, especially if you know we're here listening um, to your advice today, what would you say, what should women focus on before giving birth when it comes to breastfeeding? The biggest thing I would say is just education um, and preparation. There's not much we need to do physically to prepare our breasts to breastfeed. Um, more often than not, we have enough milk and we, our breasts are equipped to breastfeed. Obviously, there are certain situations where, you know, that's um, 
not the case in in those situations you'd want to really proactively work with an ibclc um but let's say for the most part the general population of women our breasts are ready to go they know what they're supposed to do um but when i say preparation i'd say because we are in a culture where we don't have a lot of support in the postpartum like what are things you can do now during pregnancy to prepare to take more off your plate later maybe that's making some freezer meals or arranging a meal train with family and friends um you know maybe you hire a, a housekeeper for just you know that first month something like that is what whatever you can do to afford or whatever you can afford to do to um just take some things off your plate um so that would be the preparation and then the education i think get with an ibclc if you can prenatally do a prenatal whether it be a, a breastfeeding class or a one-on-one -on -one. um there are so many resources online especially coming out of covid where you can i could chat with you online virtually about breastfeeding um way over there in belgium um you know there's so many options to be able to get some education and support um a lot of times when i see moms run into breastfeeding supply issues it's really just a matter of um, misinformation well i didn't know i needed to do xyz um, and then it turns the whole thing around. So I think preparation and education are the two biggest things. Preparation and education. I love it. It's so empowering when you put it that way. And when you yeah. know moms, what they, what they can do, because there is so much, there's so much we can't do. There's so much you can't expect to prepare for. So I love right. that so much of your, um, your, you know, intuitive advice right there was very much about nothing necessarily to do specifically with breastfeeding. It's almost like, I feel like you, you, what you shared puts a mom in a really great mindset and space to breastfeed too. It's like giving her her, her um, empowerment back, which is so encouraging. And I wanted yeah, to ask that's you, um, you could set an acronym um, for a specialist. Could you just say, uh, say what that is? Sure. Sorry, I'm um, IBCLC, so that's my role. Um, it stands for Internationally Board Certified Lactation Consultant. Um, there are several different types of lactation professionals. Um, IBCLC is kind of the top, the gold standard. It means that we have a number of criteria, including breastfeeding specific education, college credits, um, and we had to pass a board um that is given internationally so i can practice in prague if i wanted to <laughs> um so um ibclc internationally board certified lactation consultant kind of a little alphabet soup there <laughs> actually good thing you can pause and rewind this podcast and um, i'll yeah. definitely uh, 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 in the uh show notes for sure i'll definitely put those in the show notes and also uh you know, maybe add that to your uh, prep list. I know us women love creating lists, um, if any moms are out there like me. Um, something else I think that I have come to mind when I think of moms prepping and making lists and figuring out, okay, so I can do this, Sarah, like I, I can do this, I, I can prep that way. Um, is there anything that you would suggest that could specific, specifically be taken off the mom's plate and something that like her partner, um, especially like the child's uh, father or mother could, could help um, the mom with? Yeah, so I would probably see anything that's not breastfeeding. 
um, changing diapers, baby's bath, um, cooking, cleaning, um, laundry. Um, a really great and important job is um, for dads specifically is um, kind of being that gatekeeper. So in the early days, it's really important for mom to just focus on healing and breastfeeding and bonding with her baby. She really ideally should be in bed most of the first few weeks, just skin to skin with baby, breastfeeding baby, bonding with baby and nourish and taking care of. Um, but everybody wants to come see baby, right? So a great job for dad is saying, Geez, Aunt Susie, I know you really want to meet our baby. We'll let you know when we're ready for visitors. And just kind of being that, because who wants to just give birth, be exhausted, and then still have to um, be the bearer of bad news that we're not ready for you to meet our baby yet. We want to bond with with him or her first, right? So um, I love that job for dads. A lot of times they don't mind being the bad guy. They kind of like it. They kind of like being the gatekeeper. So I love that job for dads. Um, but like I said, anything that's not breastfeeding, you can do. Um, you know, all the other things, um, bringing baby to mom um, in the middle of the night, you know, if you're not co-sleeping, um, so mom doesn't have to get up and she can just breastfeed and go right back to sleep. Um, those are really great things to do for dad. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. I cannot wait to go back through this episode and have my husband and I <laughs> listen and take notes. Yeah. No, great practical information. And, you know, almost what you said too, uh, I know some moms have shared with me before that where their men don't mind being the gatekeeper, sometimes they're a little nervous, like, well, what do I say? Or like, you know, how do I put this? And I think you gave a really great little script that even uh, the women could jot down. And, uh, you know, ladies, you could simply just say like, to your husband like hey this is something that's very kind very respectful but very to the point and I think it's a simple text message that a lot of people could even send out too yeah absolutely kind of just a group text like hey you know this is when we're busy bonding with baby like when, when we're ready we'll let you know if, if you want to be supportive of our family um we'd be happy to have a casserole or a soup delivered <laughs> things like that because I think sometimes, yes, people want to see the baby, but I feel like family who genuinely cares about us and loves us and wants to support us, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, of course, everybody loves newborn snuggles, but I know like for my parents, like my mom just wanted to support me too. Um, and while I didn't mind her visiting um, pretty early because she's my mom, I don't know that I'd want my aunts and uncles there right away. Um, but sometimes they just want a way to support us. Um, so that's why I love like a meal train or, or something like that. Like, yeah. No, it's great. It's like, I think sometimes people just need to be told how to help, you know? It's like exactly. they, they don't necessarily know how and, and left to their own vices. Sometimes we, we end up being a burden or taking more than we mean. So I, I love that like free little tip right there uh, to also prep mm -hmm. for your success you know I, I feel that it is my duty to inform uh, my ladies and uh, that are listening and of course um, and have you speak a little bit more on this this beautiful new class that uh, you were sharing with me about um, that really follows along with with your passion for um, why you've worked with breastfeeding moms um, why you take on this journey so would you mind sharing with us a little bit before we close um, what your new class is about 
Sure. So this is my first uh, ever recorded uh, class that will be available for purchase online. I'm really excited, but also um, this, if you don't know me in real life, this is a big comfort, uh, step out of my comfort zone move for me. I hate being on video. I don't even like um, FaceTiming with my boyfriend. It drives him crazy. Um, I don't like being on video. So it was a huge just step out for me. Um, but I believe strongly that the message needs to get out to women. So my class is um, crafting your registry for breastfeeding success. Um, in this age of kind of consumerism, I feel like everything has to have a price tag and breastfeeding is free, but that doesn't mean that companies aren't going to try to market things at moms that they don't really need um, in order to make money. So my class just kind of goes through some different things that are commonly marketed towards breastfeeding moms. Um, I don't really mention too many specific brands like buy this pacifier, not that pacifier for the most part. There's a couple that I do um, just because um, some there are some um, kind of gimmicky things with certain bottles and pacifiers and stuff that I want to kind of dispel those myths. Um, but for the most part, I just kind of walk through like what you can add to your rest registry to help facilitate like breastfeeding and support breastfeeding um, and then kind of what you don't really need like what are they just marketing towards you just to make some money um, because I do think in this season it's important to spend our money wisely that way you know when you do deliver maybe you have a little extra money for the housekeeper that we talked about or a postpartum doula or something else that's more valuable for your money so Anyway, it'll be launching in just a few days. Um, I think, hopefully, <laughs> as long as I have it done. Um, so hopefully um, I can, I'll send it to you, Cheyenne, so you can kind of share the link with your followers. Perfect. Oh my gosh, Sarah, I see you as this like vigilante, like <laughs> working behind the scenes, but really like helping reveal some of the really sticky uh, areas of when you are a new mom or a mom again, like just, unsure of who to trust and am I just being sold to and I love that you're bringing your expertise and passion as a mom but also as a, a breastfeeding expert um, to this space it is so totally needed and uh, I will happily uh, ladies if you're like chomping at the bits like oh I need that I want that I think it would be an awesome addition um, to your registry and remember not just a baby registry but there's things you deserve to put on there too as well um, to embrace your own self-care in this time where you are also being born the mother is being born and so uh, I will happily put um, that link when it's ready in the show notes so no matter when you listen to this podcast you'll have the opportunity to jump in there with Sarah and Sarah before we say goodbye today if the ladies here would like to connect with you um, whether it's to work with you or just shout you out and give you a, a big love on social media what's the best way they can contact you um, probably uh, through my website or email um, would it be best if I just pass that along to you and you can put it in the show notes um, and then I can give you my Instagram handle as well totally totally I think just to get it on audio your website is milkandhoneybreastfeeding.com yes that's correct Awesome. And the rest, ladies, um, in case you didn't get that, it's milkandhoneybreastfeeding.com. And in case uh, you want to connect with her on social, you can do so by looking in the show notes and uh, we'll get you guys all connected. But uh, Sarah, I'm so honored to 
also help you uh, today rip off a little bit of a band-aid since I got you on video here. <laughs> um, but yes, we're going to do great things. We just thank you so much for uh, just bringing your heart again and your knowledge and your passion here on uh, my podcast today. And I look forward to continuing to work with you. Thank you, Cheyenne. I feel honored that I got to be a part of it. Uh, I know you're doing so many amazing things for um, mamas and, and, you know, prenatally, postpartum, whatever their journey is, but you're doing so many great things to support them and kind of create a community. So I'm really thankful to be a part of it. Ah, the honor is all mine. So much love back to you from Belgium to the U.S. Ladies, thank you for listening and we'll see you on a future episode. Did that episode get you all pumped up, okay, maybe literally, for breastfeeding your sweet little baby? I hope it did. I know that breastfeeding your baby can feel so overwhelming as there's so many things to think about and decide on, including what breastfeeding items to get. The nursing bras, the pumps, nipple shields, nipple creams, the pillows, and etc. Do all the choices ever make you feel just a little confused and like, honestly, WTF? No worries. I got you, girl. As I gear up to breastfeed my second baby, I created my own go-to list on Amazon filled with my absolute favorite essentials when it comes to making breastfeeding a little easier and a lot simpler. Go check out my list at the link at the bottom of these show notes. And as always, please feel free to reach out to me on my social if you have any questions about anything on the list. Remember, you got this, mama. Happy feeding. Happy feeding.